I don't. Coral. Huh? Coral. 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 <laughs> Where's Where, Coral? Where are you, Coral? Where's Coral? Where's Coral? Oh my gosh, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Welcome to The Bull and the Badger, a podcast where Asian American culture and mental health intersect. I'm April. I am the bull. Hi, I'm Vanessa. I'm the badger. Oh, see, you messed yourself up. Bad. You played so many tricks and now you don't know. I, yeah. <laughs> bad, bad jor. Also, if you weren't listening to everything before this, April was the one. April was the one throwing off my game. <laughs> Coral. <laughs> Coral, uh, Walking Dead, everybody, it's back. Back, <laughs> season fifty million. Yeah. Um. So, what are we talking about today, Vanessa? What's your story? I'm so excited to hear it. No, it's not that great of a story. Tell me the story. <laughs> okay, everyone, lower your expectations. <laughs> Perfect. There we go. So, um, I was eating friend. Uh, <laughs> I was eating friend. And I'm a zombie. <laughs> Can you just hear like equipment get knocked over? Uh, brains. <laughs> Worst okay. podcast ever. You were eating friend. It was the then... end of the bull and the badger that day. <laughs> Most definitely. Um, so I was eating Korean food with a friend and um, we were looking at Instagram together. Because apparently you don't talk to your friends anymore. You just look at pictures. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were looking at them and I was like, hey, how come you don't like my pictures anymore? And she's like, I just stopped. I stopped liking them for some reason. And I think it's because you have those humbrag pictures. I'm like, what are you talking ooh, about? Ooh, confrontation. And it was great. I'm glad she said it because I didn't realize like my pictures were like that. And and it, I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, say every picture ever posted on social media is a humble brag. No, that's exactly what it is. But like, I, you know, like when I think of humbrag pictures, okay, I'm sorry to all my friends, but like, you know, there's the ones where like, I'm with my beautiful children in Hawaii. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, but then, but then I realized the moment she probably stopped liking my pictures were all my pictures from Hawaii. And I was like, oh, called out. Cause like, I think there's things in people's life that you're like envious of, you know, right. where I'm like, oh, look at, look at this person. Like, or those people who like always post pictures of like the delicious things they just ate or mm-hmm. like they made. And I'm like, great. You learned how to do sous vide. Congratulations, you have time and money. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, whatever. But, you know. Haters so, gonna hate, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. Well, I'm a hater. That's, Everybody's that's a hater. On. That's Everybody's what's going a humble on. bragger. Yeah, that's, that's, it's a weird phenomenon with social media, I think. But in general, like, I wanted to just talk about, like, hum bragging, but also, like, the false modesty aspect. Like, we, you, when that episode of Success Perms with Fresh <laughs> Off the Boat, it's kind of like, oh, yes, look at my house. It's so small, you know, but right. then, but then it's actually this vast mansion and yeah. you're expected to, like, 
do this weird complimenting thing. And I thought I wasn't a victim of this. And also my favorite one one of my favorite scenes from Joy Luck Club also comes from this. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, my dish not salty enough. Oh. And then he's like, it's okay, Linda. I'll just throw him some soy sauce. And everybody gasps. Gasps. Collectively gasps. And we've well, used that example. remember exact- the name of oh, that character? Yeah. Linda. Uh, what it was, was only the, the most transformative. Do you remember the dish? I don't some remember the noodles. dish. Was it noodles? I thought it was fish or something. Maybe. Yeah, probably fish, actually. Fish noodles. <laughs> fish noodles. Fish on top of noodles. Yeah. Or noodles on top of fish. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. There is this sense of, uh, at least for me, like, uh, tr- I'd want to move away from that, but I also don't know how to, like, accept compliments. So mm-hmm. I'm in this catch-22 where I'm like, I know I'm not supposed to take the compliment, but I am. Does that make sense? I don't get how. <laughs> All right, so let's let's reenact something right now. Oh okay. gosh! Oh no! I thought then this is a true compliment. <laughs> oh oh gosh! Have to, we... It has to be forced out of me during a scenario yes. that I come up with. This I can is actually a, just give this you is a, a podcast that I use to trick <laughs> April into complimenting me. Everybody, this is it. This Complicast. is it. Complicast. <laughs> Pod compliments. It's now recorded. Podliments. All right, anyway. Ugh. So I really like your outfit. I really like oh. your denim shirt. And I really love your 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 uh, pink pants. I know that the word pink doesn't really They're coral. 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 No, they're not coral. <laughs> they're totally coral. They're more like magenta-y, I think. Maybe between pink and magenta. Anyway, coral. so I really like your outfit. I also enjoy your moccasins. You're wearing moccasins. It's they're, nice. They're boat it's shoes. a nice. They're your boat, what? They're boat, boat shoes. shoes. Same thing, right? <clears throat> so i enjoy your ensemble today vanessa i really like your outfit thanks all right is that I, how you usually accept compliments? yeah that's usually how I accept that's it. good that's well, i think that's well, the best way to accept a compliment I, yeah, maybe. what are what are I'm, other I'm, ways I'm, that I'm, you might I'm have a shrinking accepted? violet when it comes that's okay. to compliments is it i just i feel like i just like like well i think those they're like oh okay cool thanks but like when it's kind of like you know um <laughs> you have this tone of voice where you're like suddenly at a funeral or something yeah, no it's like, it's like so somber oh. it's so somber it becomes this thing like you know i really like um or what's happening i don't know i'm, I'm so trying confused. to think i try to think of a way that like that can sometimes make me uncomfortable like you mean you when when you accept it or when you give it Oh no! Uh, when, when it's given, like, even at work, like I can't, like, hey, you did a really good job. Uh huh. I don't go. You know what? Thanks. I just go. <laughs> I just go. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I think the whole support well, see, of the team. The, that's the thing. The whole see what you your first situation when I just said you have you know whatever, and then you said thank you. Period. That's the best way to accept the compliment, I think. But when you like sort of have to explain yourself in like three sentences afterward after accepting it, as if you can't just acknowledge that, yeah, it was good. Thanks for the compliment. You know, I I just I feel like there you I don't know where it comes from to be honest. Like I don't think I can point to anything specific, but it's something like trying to. I don't know. Seem seem humble. Seem like you don't. Yeah, seem humble. Because like yeah. Uh, like just letting other people 
get credit to where you think it's due uh-huh. at least for work that's like i like to point to my team like supporting me because mm-hmm. it's not just, like my team just makes me look good like if something goes right it's because i communicate to the right people how to do something or this got done correctly because it was delegated correctly right. or whatever <clears throat> excuse me so you know it's it's hard for me to just like unequivocally take a compliment but i think this is a good time to bring our guest in John, welcome back to the Bull and the Badger. Yay! The Badger Return guest. Hello. Are you excited? <laughs> yes. Were you like, why aren't they asking us back? Asking me back already? I, I, you know that I was like that because I said that to your face <laughs> at some point. Yes. <laughs> no, you didn't. You're like, I did. Wait, when was that? When did we oh. all see each other? Oh, it was at lunch. Seafood. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah. yeah. We saw well, you didn't say, when are you going to have me back? You were like, whatever, it doesn't matter, who cares? <laughs> Someone vividly <laughs> remember like, one. Yeah, you want to tell the story? Are you sure? Are you sure? It's fine. Um, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Well, thank you for having me back. It's, it's, it's very nice to be here. See, that was I, a compliment graciously taken. What, was it? Yes. Was it a compliment? Yes. Uh, oh, is it I a compliment? It <laughs> well, I guess it was me begrudgingly not telling a story where I proved you wrong. <laughs> That's as much of a compliment as you'll get from me. Great. I'll take it. Also, is it a compliment to come back or is it like a chore? We don't know. We don't I'm, know. I'm very out of sorts right now because I was totally lost in what you guys were saying. Because uh-huh. I was thinking of a million examples, like all the time of what you were talking about. Like, um, so many times when I'm like mixing a show, I I I I do sound for a living. Uh, if you haven't heard 201, C- we talked C- about that a lot. C two o one, yeah, and listen so, to it multiple times. So I'll like I'll like mix a musical or something, and then someone will say, "Hey, good job," and I'll be like, "Ah, oh, we're getting there." You know, like that's that's my first response, which yeah. is not a, I don't think it's a gracious way to take that, right? Because I don't know, how would you rate that? Since you seem to be very comfortable with judging right people's responses. <laughs> no, that feels right to me, though. To like, this is like the court of April. <laughs> Please don't take my judging so seriously if you live your life a different way. This is just my my understanding of how life should work. Okay, but. that said, how am I doing? <laughs> I think it's okay. I mean, I think I think I think there's room for improvement, like to just say like thanks, you know, thanks. instead of having to like kind of put it your qualifier. Like, yeah, qualify like oh, you think it's great, but it really isn't that great. You know, it's like getting it's get it could be better. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I was trying to figure out like well, yeah, but but do you really think that's a humble brag? Like you actually, because I think they're two different things. There's right. like accepting oh. a compliment, and then there's. You know, false modesty. False modesty. Yeah. Putting stuff I feel like out we. There. I feel like we strayed then, from the humble brag concept, but it's yeah. all kind of related in a yeah. way. I get maybe. Sort of double talk. You know, like what are we saying and what do we actually mean? And yeah, I don't know. I yeah. like. I like this verbally trying to get back on topic. <laughs> That's happening. This is like little dance. We're like, yes, we're dancing back because like we had caught too far to yeah. the edge. No, <laughs> humble brag is like you said, Vanessa. Like you know, putting stuff on social media and like uh, you know, more specifically, a humble brag would be like, oh, I just. I'm just too tired to wash, like, or take my five horses. <laughs> Such a weird example. Wait, what? I just, I'm waiting. I have too many horses to put in my stable or whatever. <laughs> I better, I better go tame my unicorn now. Excuse me. My unicorn's getting a little too much for me. <laughs> that's a humble brag, and that's what I, you know, the term humble brag came from. You know, the recently departed comedian and writer Harris Whittles I felt the need to 
Yeah, you know, give the shout not, out. Not take credit for that um, widely used phrase, but like, yeah. and when did people start saying humble brag? Was that like started a few using years? it on Twitter? I think like a few years ago or like five years. What was ago? the context? I think it was. It might have been Tell like 2012 ish or something like that, or maybe even before. I don't 2012-ish? know. That's a guess. I feel wrong. like that's when I started hearing people say that. Yeah. Like, it feels like a, like not a brand new concept, but sort of new. Definitely mm-hmm. a post Twitter thing. If you want to hear some really good Harris Whittle um, podcasts, it. listen yes. to "You Made It Weird" with Pete Holmes. The last one was about his drug addiction that actually Ooh. you know eventually ended his life and then one where he talks a little bit more about humble brag and kind of more professional stuff on um wtf check those out people oh wow <clears throat> he's, go- he's gone wait no it's sad yeah he's passed oh no yeah. he was a writer for parks and rec and sarah silver Rucho. <gasps> oh hmm? yeah yeah that he was actually like on ago. parks and rec he was if you guys know um the uh what are his people who pick up roadkill Animal control. He was like a animal control guy on Parks and Rec. Anyway, that's great. That's a Harris Whittle sidebar. I think um, animal control people on TV are great. <laughs> yeah. There was an animal, an animal control character on Dexter, which oh, is yeah. a bad show. Yes, but one that you watched religiously. I and did. You were so devoted to. I, you. What, I had to. Why? Why was it because, bad? Because when I heard that John Lithgow was the, oh, the big the bad dad. of the fourth season, I was like, well, now I have to start watching the show. So I kind of like slog through it actually really enjoyed season one season to get to season great. four yeah season one's great and season four is great because of john lithgow and the Everything two the two seasons in between, between are good and then it really goes bad oh. but but by then i had gotten my parents watching it and they became like strangely <laughs> addicted to this show about a serial killer Yay. where someone gets a knife stuck in their chest every single episode <laughs> yeah uh, and they were like way into it so i i had to like follow along because they wanted to talk or, or i had fun talking to them about it even though right. i hated the show by the end so what, bad what made it bad you do so much sympathetic show watching do i yeah what's one other that? one uh walking dead Oh yeah, <laughs> the show that we've been talking about yeah, for the my, past two hours. My, yeah, I, I I don't love Walking Dead nearly as much as my friend does. Oh. I'm afraid to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. It's recorded. <laughs> that should be the theme of this podcast. <laughs> it's too late. It's recorded. It's recorded. Not just this, but blackmail like, the podcast. Oh. <laughs> oh. I think we have our new topic, everybody. <laughs> okay, but anyway. Um, I, I, I want to get back to something. <laughs> Either humble bragging or, or not being able to take a well, compliment. I'm interested in maybe seeing if we can figure out how they're, they're linked. Because okay. I, like uh, when, I'm, when, I'm not, when I'm not able to take a compliment, yeah. and also how it uh, relates to API. Yeah. Because when I'm, not, not, when I'm not able to take a compliment, I feel like part of it, I, I was thinking about this in my, while you guys were talking about it, and I was like, well, I'm kind of really bad at taking compliments. And I... I know other people who are bad at taking compliments, and sometimes it really makes me mad, and sometimes uh, I I'm more understanding of it. Yeah. And um, I'm I was trying to think like who are the people that make me mad when they do it? Who are the people that I I, I kind of get it when they do it? And I I feel like the reason that I I'm so bad at taking compliments is because I have like a perfectionist complex. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know. And have you guys talked about perfectionism? No. At all? In in kind of like tangential. Right. Rewind. Rewind. Like, the topic for today is <laughs> perfectionism. Just kidding. I mean, we well, we, I think we're getting to that place. I mean, like, because there's roots to all this kind of stuff, right? You know, like this this idea that you'll never 
well part of part of the whole like well we're getting better kind of thing i totally hear that because it's like not just perfectionism but like oh this will never be good enough yeah for what you know you're looking for or being satisfied in that moment i don't mm-hmm. know yeah, and it's already documented on this podcast that I have a hard time being satisfied <laughs> with things right. in general. Yeah. And Only if they're kites. <laughs> the big thing about kites. <laughs> <laughs> so many bad feelings. But sorry, go ahead. Um, yeah, and, and so I feel like that's totally at the root of why it's hard for me to take compliments and it's hard for me to like genuinely accept when somebody says something, a good thing to me, mm-hmm. you know, to like to take that to heart and be like, Cool, because I'm like harder on myself than right than uh, than allows for. What that. about when you compliment other people? Do you do you take note of how they take it? Yeah, I do. Um, do you like it when they just take it? <laughs> or yeah, I gen well, and generally yeah, generally I I would prefer them if someone if I said hey good job and they're like oh, mama, mama, I would be like mad i would i would not like that you <laughs> really? know because it's like are you listening to me i'm i'm like, like i said it's good yeah it's, it's, like it's, why like, don't you trust my judgment yeah. i'm not just giving you a compliment for no reason um, yeah 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 totally um but then you yeah i don't know you know yourself better like there's definitely people who just like well, you know like you know i guess it depends oh you know what i don't like <laughs> maybe this episode this is like the schizophrenic episode <laughs> maybe it's about <laughs> compliments because i've noticed something that people do i'm sorry i'm kind of changing the subject but like people who i think who are insecure like when you're i don't know if you know this tips but when you're meeting someone for the first time and they immediately fire off like 10 compliments about to you have you noticed that and it's like relax okay we're okay you're okay like I know you want me to like you immediately because you're insecure that I might be judging you, yeah. but you don't need to give me like 20 compliments at once because it seems a little excessive, you know? Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. I, uh... I the, the circles that I run in are generally more like, um, like you either know what you're doing or you don't, mm-hmm. like in theater, especially like... Like you walk into a space and you're immediately, if you don't recognize someone, you're like, does this guy know what they're doing? Or am I going to get crushed under a light that's going to fall down because they don't know what they're doing? Yeah. And so it's very like when I meet new people in the work environment, especially it's Mm -hmm. like the default is always like, you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Prove me wrong. uh And so I very rarely Uh run to people who assume that I know what I'm doing. Uh I, I often, when I meet new people, it's often the opposite. They're very cold to me. What about socially? Yeah. Like friends. Uh, who do I meet socially? <laughs> who are these other people in the world? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm so anxious when I meet people socially that uh-huh. I... What? I find that so unlikely. Oh my God. I am... I I get crazy anxious when I am meeting... Like if I go to a party and I don't know people there, like I go to a gathering of my friend's friends and I don't know anyone there, I'll be like... And I'll just kind of like try to be invisible until I can make a stupid joke and make people <laughs> laugh. And then I'll feel like I can oh, yeah, that, interact with people. That, but yeah. Like, and then, I, but I, I feel like, I feel like I don't, un, un, until I'm able to like create that moment. Yeah. I, I need to manufacture the moment yeah. in order for me to feel like I'm on equal ground with people. Cause otherwise I just feel totally into, I don't. I don't know anything about insecurity. <laughs> so, I do. I this feel, is actually a podcast about insecurity. <laughs> oh my god! Can you keep up with it? <laughs> I because like I yeah I do I do feel totally insecure and like not on par with people, 
no matter who they are, if, if I go into a new um, environment, I don't know anyone. No, I hear that too. I actually have, I may, I might be an extrovert, but I'm getting those, uh, like I'm going to a wedding today and like, I, Oh, I, I didn't know that. That's where I'm going. <laughs> Clearly I don't read your emails. <laughs> that's totally fine. No, I, just, I thought we were going to boiling crab. <laughs> <laughs> we were second dinnering. I wore this? my boiling crab pants. <laughs> Stretchy to the bags. No, what? Like, you could, like, stuff some extra seafood <laughs> in your pants for later. Stick a, a king crab leg in my pants. And then the angle will be just right. Like, oh. <laughs> it walks with you. Oh, my God. I was just like, that image to me, I had to That's say it. That's awful. Because as soon as I said stretchy pants, I imagined you doing this, and then just putting seafood into Oh, your- no. <laughs> What a monstrosity. Don't worry, there's plastic bags in her pants. I don't know if that's better or worse. Oh, what were oh, we, so what were we you're going about? to a wedding. Oh, so yes, I'm going to a wedding. And I'm like, oh man, I don't want to... You're going to a crab wedding. Yeah, crab, where there will be crab. Just kidding, I have no idea. Two crabs crab, getting married. Two crabs getting married. Obviously. It's you beautiful. this crab. <laughs> <laughs> marriage no with, with crabs is what brings us together today but i'm like i don't think i'm gonna know people so i'm like oh. once i'm there and i kind of settle into like where i'm supposed to sit mm-hmm. like and who i'm supposed to talk to then that's a little bit oh. i get a little more i can rest a little bit easier but before that like just like it's like it's like walking into a high school cafeteria when mm-hmm. you're the new kid. Yeah. It's like, where do you oh. sit? Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's why that's why sometimes weddings are great if there's, like, <laughs> names on the tables. Yeah. <laughs> like, thank God. But then you get stuck at, like, the singles table, and you're like, damn it. <laughs> Slap around the mic. That's what I was going to do with my mm. hands right now. But I won't. I won't. It's not my stuff. But I guess, like, just to kind of relate it back to, like, even anticipating situations where... Um, I ha- like I get compliments from people I don't know as well. I'm just kind of like, yeah, thanks. You know, I don't know. I just I don't. I think part of it is like I don't know if people are sincere sometimes when they give compliments. So I don't always. Or if they are sincere, I'm like I take them to like to heart. I'm like thank you, <laughs> and then I'm like wait, pull back, pull back. <laughs> you're, you're just like <laughs> you you cradle their face in your hands. Yes, thank I like John Travolta their face. <laughs> And, and it is just too much you know like like because sometimes i'm like i'm like touched and then and then i'm like are those tears springing to my eyes oh, are you no. serious <laughs> can you think of a compliment or you so you mean someone i was probably i was probably just did i almost of, make you cry right now about your pink pants no no see it's not stuff like that it's because she like, knew you weren't sincere because <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even know what I color they it. were i need it high five high five, high five over there yeah, high five take over. that high five back <laughs> you cannot take it back it has been done it has been recorded <laughs> but 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 it's you like take these pads <laughs> no, but it's just coming back really quickly it's, it's just it it's it's uh there's some things that are precious to you and so when you hear someone say thank you you're like wow like well can you think of one i would 
think something like my movie or something like that. But then I've trained myself to like go into like robot. Yeah, robot answering filmmaker mode where I'm kind of like removed from that. But you don't allow yourself to feel it, feel a compliment. Well, like I feel like, you know, when you're answering questions about your film, you're like, I go into a different mindset. But if I had someone who's like, you know, when we talked last week and you said that thing, like, I just really want to um, thank you for being honest with me in that. And I've never had someone do that before. Mm-hmm. Then I'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told I'm a good person. <laughs> my earth is, you know, like my earth, my world is like shattered. <laughs> I don't know. There's something. There's something that like cuts cuts Sincerity. to me. Yeah, but and I think it's just because like I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me, guys. <laughs> that's another. I, that's another name of the podcast. Yeah. I don't know what's, what's wrong, wrong with, with me, me, guys. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> guys. Guys. I mean, like I've I've got everything right. I've got the pink pants. I've got the I've got coral pants. <laughs> And I've got the crab in my pants. That sounds not good. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just say that April also has crabs in her pants? (laughs) Can we mark the time when the podcast officially went off the rails? Because it was a little wobbly for a while there and now. I've got the crab in my <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. So it's now That's gonna be the time a little, of a little death sound of this podcast bite. Was. John, please that make make that into a sound bite. <laughs> I've got the crab in my pants. I've got the crab, 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 crab. Down, down in my, my pants. Where? Down, down in my pants. pants. I had to down stop in it. My pants. I had to stop it. <laughs> 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 that was all John. <laughs> I didn't even know I was doing it. <laughs> We're so good, you guys. What are we talking about? <laughs> what said, are we not talking said, about? I don't know what's wrong with me or something oh. like that. <laughs> Wait, let's, let's back up to before the mental breakdown. <laughs> guys, guys, guys. guys. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, okay. So here's my internal process when I, when I get a compliment. It's like, oh, you just got a compliment. Yes. Awesome. Oh my gosh. You're affirmed. You're, you're like worthy. And then you're like, wait, wait. It's not, it's not enough, like, not, not, not enough, but like, no, I'm not affirmed because there's still stuff about me. That's not good enough. So I'm not going to believe that compliment. Or, or I don't want to be, am I the voice in your head? Like that. (laughs) Guys, guys, guys. (laughs) But like, also like the other stream of thought is like, well, now you're just going to get a big head and you're going to be too prideful and you're going to walk around. Like one thing that makes me angry is arrogant people like people who walk around with the sense of entitlement or a sense of like like their their ish don't stink kind of thing you know <laughs> and like but then a lot of 
like like a lot of my nemeses walk around like that. That's right. I have nemeses. Oh my goodness. I wonder, just one. I wonder like how many multiple. nemeses are out there. I they're like at different parts of your life where you just have a nemesis and you're uh-huh. just like you're the one I'm taking down. Wow. Like, well, in my head, like... Who are well, you taking down? No, I'm not going to tell you. That's for another podcast. <laughs> Nemesis. <laughs> it, it comes in like a box set with like fight. That's right. We're going to make box, box sets set. of our podcasts <laughs> with extra material once we find our social media intern. <laughs> but, you know, like, um, I recognize that the things that you don't like about other people are some of your worst qualities too. Like mm-hmm. it's because that thing that you hate about them is contained in you and you're unable to see it. Right. So I think I do have a lot of pride. Like, um, Oh God, there was this one time where we were with family friends and my parents used some weird SAT word. I was like, Oh yeah. Only my parents say those kinds of words. And then later they were like, don't say stuff like that. Like that's you bragging. How many people were you bragging in front of? I don't know. Some like two or three family friends. Okay. And I was just like, (gasps) but like, but that's just, that's, that's my family. Like they say crazy stuff like that. And I mean like, or my dad says icebox, but like, that's like a completely (laughs) different thing. You know, like the antiquated term icebox. Barely. Where your higher used to be. Uh, 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 Icebox is a refrigerator. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He used to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but like, it's, it's stuff like that where I'm like, oh, I am like, I have these things about me that make me really like a, a prideful person and an arrogant person and someone who also walks around with a lot of entitlement and I'm just unaware of those things. But do you, do you, um, when you see people like flaunting their entitlement or their arrogance when they're more overt about it, does, do you think that makes you angry because you wish that you could be more overt about things and be more of a I've never thought about it that flashy way. jerk sometimes yeah like just kind of like walk around like <laughs> look I'm you know I'm the real deal or something like that I, I think sometimes like I do envy their confidence mm-hmm. but at the same time like that's not who I want to be or walk around like so I'm like wait a second no like that's just it's kind of gross but isn't it weird how sometimes like you can acknowledge that something is gross and acknowledge that you don't want to be that, but then be a little bit irked to that you can't for whatever reason or that you, whatever it is that doesn't let you or make you want to be that, it's like, like that bothers you because it's like, I wish that I could just like not care so much. Mm. You know what I mean? You wish you could have less self-awareness and just be like, yeah, I'm great. Oh. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Self-awareness is kind of a big deal. It kind of factors into that. Um, because it seems like um, people who are sort of sort of flashy and um, arrogant, they probably don't have a lot of self awareness, probably. Or they're they or, just, or maybe they do and they don't care. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. to let it affect their behavior in certain mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the whole thing with shame, right? Is being aware. It's less self awareness and being like other aware, right? Mm-hmm. And so, if you're aware of like how people are looking at you, then you know maybe you're less likely to. And I feel like there's another category of people who use that as who are super aware of it and kind of use that as a strategy to like kind of go so far in that direction that it intimidates other people like alpha male kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like I think there are people who actually put a lot of thought into it and act like 
like jerks because they feel like they need to dominate other people. Oh. And that's kind of how they make their way through the world. Yeah. They like to raise their leg on peon and peon stuff. Ugh. Bringing it back to peanut. <laughs> oh. Peanut. 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 What? I said peanut like five. <laughs> I kept saying pre-nut. Pre-nut. Pre-nut? I thought uh, you were rapping. Oh, yeah. It was my slam poetry moment. Oh, cool. Yeah. Back to that. Yeah. <laughs> this is the podcast where we reference other podcasts. No, peanut's pretty dominant in this in this relationship. I don't here. know. what what In talking about these things, um, like bragging and then like overly... Go- more uh, too much confidence or not enough confidence or too much pride or not enough pride like where what do you think you want to be like what would your ideal sitch be huh i think ideally it'd be nice to be unaware of my own inadequacies or that it wouldn't bother me so much and then also in being able to like properly give credit where credit's due too. It's like, it feels like those two things are important, right? There's something not only with Asian Americans where there's that false modesty where you're supposed to walk around and you're not, I I honestly think that is kind of one of those explicit rules. Like you're not Mm -hmm. allowed to like be like, Oh, look at your hair. And they'd be like, Oh, this old thing, you know, like you're supposed to, you're supposed to defer compliments, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of like if you get a gift, you're supposed to refuse it like three times before you can actually take it, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but then also, um, so like the Christian aspect too of being humble, like that's really prized. And obviously I think it does go against a lot of like Western philosophy of like individualism and, and a certain amount of um, pride, right? Hubris, right? But, um, in that, like trying to receive a compliment, but also not be that be like the only thing that's validating you, like that's, that's where there's a tension. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that for me, like ideally it'd be nice to ideally bro, ideally bro, (laughs) guys, ideally bro. Sorry. Wait, what is it from? <laughs> it's a key and peel. Okay, I was like, trying to, I was like, just roll with it. I was like, nah. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't we have know. to stop and address this. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, what, what just happened? No, I, I guess uh, it would be to, yeah, like I said, like, part of it is like, when I say the inadequacy part, it's like the, part of it is like acknowledging people who are confident and like, not necessarily hating them for it, but like, you're angry at that because there's a certain sense of restraint that you give yourself but you wish you didn't have and then also um i don't know yeah if if you did something great you maybe yeah you should be able to say like thank you i'm glad that you recognize that Mm -hmm. but also like not let it be the thing that lets you float through the day because like what's the opposite right like the opposite is like when people criticize you you take it too personally too Mm -hmm. That's that's my other problem, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's like I take criticism very personally. I'm mm-hmm. Like I have a character flaw, something's wrong with me, I have to fix this right away, mm-hmm. you know? Like yeah, like I'm a very reactive person. Mm-hmm. So I think like letting both of those extremes not affect me so mm-hmm. much would be great. I don't know. 
I don't know what. I think, <clears throat> what are your conscious thoughts about those kinds of things? My conscious thoughts. Well, um, I think like when I when I'm hearing you talk out your thoughts about this, I'm sort of like trying to break it down into sort of some schema because I like mm-hmm. things to be like mapped, maps and flowcharts <laughs> and stuff. Lists. But when I think about like compliments and and self worth and stuff like that, and I think that it's sort of a there are two parts here, right? There's there's you, the person, uh-huh. your subjective role, and then there's the other person who's either um, either criticizing you or complimenting you, right? Mm-hmm. And whatever they put on you, you it could either increase or decrease your personal worth, how you feel about yourself mm-hmm. and your work, right? <clears throat> and that's actually a good thing to have outside, um, like external external. Um, ideas and judgments and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, it's good to get feedback, you know, right. to hear about what's being appreciated, what's not being appreciated. At the same time, we can't um, let that be, let that opinion somehow mean it's like real or something like that, or like be truth or be like some like monolithic truth about who you are, mm. because it's just, one other person's opinion, right? Right. And so I think like anything like we've talked about before, particularly with John, that like, um, what was I going to say? Uh, uh. <laughs> what, what is specifically about John? Oh, moderation. Hmm. Like, you know, like taking someone's um, opinion about us or our work or whatever in moderation, which is like, we, you know, we could like it or not like it, but not let it be such a huge, um, enact such a huge shift in how we think of ourselves. Mm. Right. I mean, because I think the core of it is how do we think of ourselves? Like what is, what, how do we regard ourselves? We're supposed to be thinking about ourselves. <laughs> We're only supposed to be thinking about ourselves. Oh geez. Okay. All the it's time. Zombie apocalypse. When that's oh, how survival. you think about yourself. Survival. Okay survive coral um i don't know does that make any kind of sense like yeah. i guess having just having a, an idea of who you are accepting who you are and then that, that being like you know <laughs> too many analogies but i'm gonna throw another one in there yes. be like you know like a, a like a i don't know what's a tree like think of a <laughs> a palm tree that it's pretty stable, but it also sways in the wind. You oh, know? willows. Willows are a good example. I think willows, don't they sway too much? Too much? <laughs> what is, what I don't is even know what a willow too is. Too much? What? I just think of, we know the word willowy. I think willow? willowy, like, willowy means like. Grand, grandmother willow? Uh, okay. okay, so your grandmother willow. <laughs> yes. I'm going to stop now. This is all Does I Does anything wanted. make any kind of sense? Yeah, yeah. I, it actually made me think too, like, Part of it is like when someone compliments you, their attention is focused on you uh-huh. in a way that like maybe I'm not used to as well. Uh-huh. I, I definitely want to come back to the whole like your view of yourself uh-huh. and how like where it comes from and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's really important stuff. But like I think there's also a sense that. I mean, imagine if you're the kind of person who like who you got so much negative feedback all the time. I mean, does that mean that you're an awful person? You should just kill yourself, you know? Mm. I mean, like, I think if you only you know who you really are and if you can hold something that's like you believe in that is good inside of you, you know, 
because I think like day to day life for a normal person, you have goods, you have bads, and we can in time get over things and whatever, right? But what if what if you're part of an extreme? You know, where like you want to kill yourself because you think you're such a horrible person mm-hmm. because you're getting such negative feedback from right. whatever is is in your life. Maybe you have a very small, um, maybe you're only exposed to very few people in a day, or maybe oh, thank goodness more people. I wasn't sure where that sentence was going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or maybe even more people. You know, and like, what if it's a lot of negative feedback? Like, you have to know who you are and what your worth is to sort of keep on going. You know. Mm. I don't know how to take it to a really terrible place, but right. Well, no, I think, I think, yeah, that's, that's obviously like kind of when we talk about extremes, that's where it goes to, right. With that idea of like self-esteem and, you know, how people view themselves and stuff like that. And yeah, obviously if you go the other way, it's like the only other people you're hurting is other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't hurt yourself when you're like in that other extreme. Cause you just, I mean, you're a narcissist, right? Mm-hmm. You, you have really, high opinion over yourself like those grand delusions but you know um so i'm trying to like riff on what you said are you guys perfectionists um i can't be a perfectionist all the time uh because (laughs) i dropped a piece of food on your couch and i (laughs) I was only going to tell you if you watched it, you saw it too. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I sometimes when someone asks me to dust electronic device, I flip it over and rub it on the carpet. Like I don't think a perfectionist will do that. Right. I think everybody's like maybe a perfectionist, like in certain aspects of their life, like certain things that they're like, they find really important to themselves or, and for me, like that's perfectionism of, character or like personality like something that i really want to keep working on or because like i i i recognize that you know even in the things that i love i'm not going to be perfect at it whether it's kite flying or (laughs) you know like or just like my filmmaking or even at work like i tend to have more perfectionist uh like behaviors you know like where like I'll triple check something and that's because the level of expectation is that much higher. But I think maybe the perfectionism comes with, you know, like who's expecting something from you. Are you and a so, perfectionist, John? Yeah, uh-huh, definitely. For everything? Um, no, well, yes. Really? <laughs> yeah, I would say so. And even though I'm terrible at some things. Yeah. Uh, try your hardest. like I'm still working on my taxes. <laughs> it's like, uh, Saturday. <laughs> I just finished mine two days ago. So, okay. I, I was heartened when you were emailing me and saying like, I, I reviewed this while I was doing my taxes. Woo! Okay. Um, someone else is doing my taxes. Oh, great. Well, see, <laughs> I should be having someone else be doing my taxes, but I'm, I'm terrible with that stuff. And because, so I haven't gotten my my stuff together enough to you know, get that going you know mm-hmm. what i mean especially mm-hmm. as a freelancer mm-hmm. obviously i should be yeah. having someone else do my taxes mm-hmm. but but it's but the reason that i'm so terrible at that stuff is because of my perfectionism because mm-hmm. i like it's too daunting to do it all right now and <laughs> i have to be doing all this other stuff perfectly too and so i do feel like that proclivity enters all aspects of my life and it, it's it's a source of a lot of um uh cognitive dissonance what what do you think is causing you to be perfect in all aspects of your life 
uh, or t- causing me to, Want des- to be desire perfect. that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, school. <laughs> school. I remember, like, um, I, I I feel like I feel like that kind of um, I feel like I have a natural personality that kind of w- wants things to be right, like wants wants authority figures to be right. You know, once the, like, I remember when I was in school, it took me a long time. My dad tells a story recently. Oh, I can't tell a story because I don't remember it. But he <laughs> he told a story about how he realized that his teacher was kind of dumb because they said something stupid. It's like, and everybody has this moment where they realize that their parents are not infallible. And that's like a really big moment for anybody. You know, um, like eventually you realize that, that the people who are in charge don't know everything and you need to kind of make a lot of decisions for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so... I especially as a young kid, I always felt like, well, the teacher says it, then it, that's right, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I still have like a propensity for following the rules and doing things the proper way, mm-hmm. even if the people I'm working with are Me like, too. Well, yeah, I appreciate people like you. Oh, thank I you. Feel and like I, there is a way that you should be doing things and do it that way. Yeah, <laughs> it's and but see that attitude is not the only way to get things done and to go about life, and mm-hmm. uh, you know a lot of people get along fine just subverting rules all the time and. Um, they're not always good people. They're not always good people, but I, I think that <laughs> I think that on the spectrum, maybe um, there might be more people on the side of like subverting rules than like, and you know, in small ways, and like, like I I I like I like rules. I like like um, writing things down and procedures and charts and graphs and things, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I feel like there are a lot of people who are more uh, lackadaisical about that kind of stuff. Right. And that's and that's okay, but I'm just not that kind of a person, and so I think that, um, and I so I think that that rule following and then the way that school is structured, like when you're when you're growing up, I feel like I kind of like needed to get an A all the time, mm. you know, which also might be a uh, an API thing, might be a Monterey Park thing, you know, where like I I went to school with a lot of like first or second generation uh, Chinese Americans, and it's like. There, there, that's some like crazy parenting, you know, it's not, not crazy in that it's crazy, but just really hardcore sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and then there, the, the immigrant perspective is like, you have to like, we, we, we did all this so that you could be here so that you could make the most of this opportunity. So you have to do it, you know, mm-hmm. which is totally understandable, but it can be really hard when you're a little kid and oh, you're yeah. learning what's right and what's wrong. And so even though I'm fourth generation, I still feel like that ethic kind of seeped into me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so, and so that I feel like goes into also my own neuroses about, uh, nitpicky things, mm-hmm. uh, like all that kind of coalesced into me being, uh, perfectionist, perfectionist. in sometimes a not productive way, sometimes a really productive way. But I feel like a lot of times when I'm having a hard time, it's because I'm overthinking things and needing things to be just so. Mm-hmm. How do you think compliments affect you? Like, do they on an overall basis, like like improve your day or are they just, do you just go through life kind of like, okay, cool. Mm, I need them, but in the moment, um, I'm usually deflective, but if, if I, if I'm never complimented on anything, then I start to not, uh, be so productive or happy to be doing what I'm doing. Yeah. But, but in the, in the moment when I get them, I'm usually like dismissive. Mm. Do you like to be, this is an obvious question, but I'll ask it anyway. Do you like to be, because you, I don't think that probably, 
probably few people who actually know you would sort of see your life like as a bigger picture of like trying to be perfect in all sense you know in all aspects of my life you know and that that is kind of like a a good thing but also there's also sort of a mania about it you know um do you think that you would want people to sort of be like john is a really like or to give you compliments based on how you're, how hard you're trying in all aspects. Does that make sense? Yeah. Would you like, like the, um, recognition, I guess. Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I, I do appreciate when people recognize that I work pretty hard at what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Co- I like compliments in general. <laughs> right. And, and I do think that that's, I do think that um, even if I'm not great at some things, it's like, well, at least he's trying. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think that that is a like something that like that's not something that someone would tell me and be like, I would feel like they're shining me on. You know, I would yeah. feel like, oh yeah, I'm glad that they see that because that's what's happening here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying very hard. Tuck <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> legs. Well, um, it's weird because. You know, like part of the reason why I thought this would be a good podcast for us is one, because I have obvious problems, but two, <laughs> I thought, I have, uh, well, the obvious problems. <laughs> that sounds so general, besides like crabs in my pants, but like, <laughs> Stop but <seeing> sorry, <laughs> that's not obvious until you start telling people about it. Yeah. It can be a dark secret. They're they're boiling crabs. Oh my god. No, we're we're Bo- gonna take boiling that out, crabs right? and boils. No shrimp. Um, <laughs> crawfish uh corn potatoes yeah delicious shebang wait sausage oh yeah <laughs> no we're just naming foods no in, that that actually in the bag of the i know but we just it's not not even seafood anymore no um part of the but part it is reason, in your pants there it is with plastic bags so but, but i i feel like actually is I think, you know, April and you, John, actually do take compliments really well because I'm always like, like, this or that. And you're like, you guys are like, oh, you know, no problem. You're welcome. You know, and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, I've got to like. So it's nice to know, John, that like you also have a little bit, you know, it's hard for you on that initial pass to kind of get that. But I'm also curious to. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. Says your Asian parents. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know, like, in the moment, like, I just get shy. Um, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> oh. No. That's okay. Oh, you're so demure. Such a shrinking I, violet. But, but it's like, it's like, that's not me. That's not who I am, but it is. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, complicated. I, didn't, I, I am nuanced, everybody. You are. <laughs> Such a nuanced. You're the proverbial onion. Parfait. Parfait, if you like. No, I ain't that sweet. Um, <laughs> wow. Like, I ain't that sweet. What? <laughs> Just got sour. <laughs> um, you are multifaceted. <laughs> but I realized that the place where I like getting compliments the most is actually um, at work. Oh, what? Did you just say backyard? Yeah. What? What? Whose backyard? What backyard? I don't know. <laughs> Were you just thinking of random old Like at the pool. <laughs> In the gym. <laughs> at a concert hall. <laughs> like what? Mad lips. Yeah. In a box with a fox. Um, on a train. Those fox box compliments are the best though, right? <laughs> if I had... 
keen up with me it'd be very foxy so um but yeah like i i need that like verbal affirmation to say you're doing a good job like this is going right this is this is good you're mm-hmm. good you mm-hmm. know and i'm just like like you're competent yeah that's what i want to hear We work our whole life to create a, a picture of us to other people that we want to ma- maintain. And most of the things that are kept silent are kept silent to protect that image that we've been trying to make. So I guess fear is the biggest silencer. Hi everyone, this is Vanessa. You just heard an excerpt from my doc, The Laundromat, a personal exploration of the silence and shame in Asian American culture. If you'd like to contribute your story or learn more about the doc, visit at thelaundromat.com. That's A-T-T-H-E laundromat with an O.com. Or visit our Facebook page for The Laundromat Documentary. Thanks. What's one of the compliments you love to hear what's the worst criticism that you could hear like what's the the best thing no like anything like life oh really Mm -hmm. because i could give you a couple for work but um oh you know what it's good for life in general Mm. i like it when people tell me they have good taste like i like it when um oh god i'm gonna bring up something vanessa and you will not know where it came from (laughs) but i've been me to pick this bone with you for Three years. Oh, <laughs> Wait, dear. what is getting what real? Have I, unleashed? I, like, I like having good. I like people recognizing that I have good taste, and of course, good is subjective and taste is subjective. But um, I feel like when it comes to like you know taste in like television and movies and whatever, I have like pretty good taste. And if, if I think that you'd like something that if I told you, you would like it, you know, <laughs> but <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know where this is going, but it's getting worse. I'm going to tell this story. I don't care if it doesn't make me a good person. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's so, okay. So many, a few years ago, let's say three or four years ago, maybe three to be more exact. Oh, no. yep. um, <laughs> See, no, a movie worried. starring our favorite teen detective, Veronica oh, Mars, yeah. called Hit and Run came out. John knows this because oh. I made him watch it. All right. And then I emailed you and another friend and I said, who are also big VM fans. And I was like, you guys got to watch this. It's really, really, really good. It's such a good movie. And then both of you responded with like three different emails saying how it was probably such crap and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you didn't even see it. And if I'm telling you it's good, you should believe that it's good. Now I'm understanding my father. (laughs) (laughs) You just had a moment. (laughs) I have been around longer than you. I know these things. Trust my instincts. (laughs) You trust my. If you like the things that I like, then I wouldn't tell you to watch something that I think you wouldn't like. It was a really good movie. Watch it, guys. If it's still on Netflix, Hit and Run, starring Veronica Mars and her now husband Dak Shepard. Yeah. So mad about that. Still mad about it. Sometimes I still have that fight in my head. Over that movie, three years later, I still get really mad about it. I'm somehow unsurprised. <laughs> I'm not sure what to tell you. <laughs> I feel like I could send emails, but it might not work. I could probably bring up the email right now. It starred. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly in her mind. Anyway, wait, wait, so but that's one thing. I, I like. Okay. I like it when people 
tell me that like oh you were right i really did like this show sometimes it takes a while i told my friend that she should watch um uh firefly oh and she was like i was telling her the premise and she's like oh so basically it's like star wars but blah blah I'm like, do you think everything should be brand new? You know, it's not going to happen. Like things yeah. are like other things, especially when they're homages to other things, you know, mm. but they can still be good <laughs> and they can still be really awesome. Yeah. So then like she just kind of dismissed it and I was like, whatever, fine. But then like three years later, it's always three years. It takes people three years. And then she was like, you know what? I did watch Firefly and that was really good. I really shouldn't hear. I don't think she said I should have listened to you or whatever, but she was In like, your head, you, it was she like, was like <laughs> you were right. You were right. And I was like, Wait, wait, wait. Is it is it that you have good taste or you were right that you want to hear? In a way that if, is... if they if they reject me, then I want to hear you were right. Mm. But if like they just accept it <laughs> and enjoy it, mm. then <laughs> like they should. Oh Everybody so, else is dumb. It's so creepy the way you said it's so creepy the way you said that. I know. I it's like, like if they just would do what I tell. If everyone just did what I told them to do, they'd be so happy. Yeah. And they would enjoy so many nice things. I would things. be such but a good. are awful people. I, should, I could be such a good. What's the word? Like a uh, what was Hitler? Dictator. Dictator. I was I like such a good evil? dictator. <laughs> Tyrant. Evil personified. What? I wait. What's something that I hate? I think when people. You're like yeah. One thing. One criticism that you just. It just pulls you down. I don't know. I think maybe, um, I think maybe something that probably is, it's so like, probably stupid, I think. Whoa. Like, or not, or like, oh, uh, or, do I have pit stains? Um, <laughs> Should we or like, like, let that one go? What's something that I feel like lately I've been feeling like I'm a pariah? And mm. so, like, I think when people think that I'm, like, like weird or, like, a failure, I don't know. There's, it's just a bunch of stuff, all oh, things kind of I, like I wouldn't want to hear. All my insecurities. But, yeah, it's the stuff that goes straight to the, 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 your particular insecurities about yeah. yourself. Being a pariah, mm. being weird, being unlikable. Um, I guess not being that smart is probably not that high or high up on the list, if you would say it like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. What about you, John? Well, yeah, like the stuff that makes that would uh, hurt me the most is or, or stuff that I are the st- uh, stuff that I am most insecure about myself about, mm-hmm. which would be like my life path. Would I still have all the same problems we talked about in the yeah. in two hundred one? Yeah. So I, I'm still like nervous about my career, especially reviewing my taxes and seeing <laughs> like how last year went. <laughs> <laughs> and so like yeah, what, so if 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 someone were to tell me I wasn't good at what I was doing to make money. Like that would be super scary. Yeah. Uh, and like that would that would like terrify me, mm-hmm. and and that would make me resent that person and yeah. shut down and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. What's like, the good thing mm-hmm. that you like? The the good thing that I like. What's your favorite compliment to get? I really like it when people say that I have good taste in music. So it's very mm-hmm. similar to yours. Yeah. Jeez, do I just have the same answer as you? It's boring. <laughs> what bone p- do you have to pick up, Vanessa? <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, three years ago. <laughs> Look, we only have so much time. There's only so much space on that computer. On, on that hard drive. We don't have 
two or three more hours to just talk about what what bones. I, I think the crab thing, bones. The things that I like to hear are the, crabs don't have bones. I know. <laughs> crab bones. Crab bones. <laughs> There's a crab skeleton in the Museum of Jurassic Technology. I'm sure there has so to be. Funny. Sorry, go ahead. The things that the things that I like are the things that I I, I can't shoot down. Wow, that's weird. Like <laughs> no, because because we're talking about how uh, how it's hard to take compliments sometimes. Yeah. Mm. But the ones like I like hearing that I'm hardworking. I like hearing that I'm friendly to people. Like because I feel like I'm pretty friendly in general, and I like, like I like being around people who I like. Yeah. I have super anxiety when I'm like meeting new people. But mm. you know, once I decide that I'm cool and you're cool and we're cool together, I I really enjoy spending time with people, and I. I like hearing when people say that I'm like warm or nice or oh that John he's a good guy because I feel like I'm a good guy mm-hmm. so and and so it's it's hard I like hearing that because I can't um, I, I my first inclination isn't to shoot that stuff down because I genuinely feel that mm. about myself. It's truthful. It's it, it's at least harder for me to refute. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone said that like I was, um, uh, geez, I don't know, like. If I, when people tell me that I, I have it together, I feel like I don't have it together. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I reject that out mm-hmm. of hand. Yeah. How about you, Vanessa? What, there, do you, what do you like the most? Do we talk about you? Sort of. But also, that's, it's hard to hear if you're not sorry, ready to I, hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes people say things and you're just like, I don't see it. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know? Um, but for me, like I already said, I mentioned work. You know, like just hearing that, um, like, you know, saying like good job because it's like the idea of being competent. But I, I don't like to hear, um, well, I don't like to hear any criticisms. Um, but something like, did you enjoy my rant? It was great. (laughs) I've done that. I mean, I, I do that. So subconsciously, like I like really rain on someone's parade. Sometimes, like, I watched this movie with uh, my roommate, Snow White and the Huntsman, and she was defending it. And I was just like, I couldn't. Because I realized, like, she just likes completely different things. And I was trying to convince her that it wasn't a good movie. And I was like, uh, no, this is not. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you know your audience. It. like Yeah. And I was like, she has an argument, and <laughs> she's sticking to it. I was like, you know what? Yeah. Well, yeah. She's super smart. Well, we just have different tastes in movies. Yeah. I wouldn't say she's not smart i don't know but like it's that whole thing of like she just like i don't like all of the films that my film school classmates tell Mm -hmm. me are excellent Mm -hmm. you know i'm Mm -hmm. just and they've i've actually had someone tell me like chan wook park you know the guy who did old boy Mm -hmm. like his movie was more like a flat like a graphic novel and i was like what's wrong with that Mm-hmm. You know, like, and then oh, t- he said it like a, as a, as a diss, as yeah. like, um, he's not a good filmmaker. And I was like, how could you, what? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and like, his, like certain movies that I love, um, for specific reasons, like if someone like is down on it, it's like, it's like, it's just a matter of taste a lot of times. So I'll go see it and run <clears throat> one day. <laughs> but I think when I hear that, this is so real yeah. for April. <laughs> She is the, the most intense is look on her face right now. I, that's why I'm not looking at her. <laughs> I'm looking at John right now. Hi. Hi. Friendly, smiling, know, good John. to people. It is very real right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now hiding behind my pop screen. Um, 
But basically, I think when people accuse me of having not nefarious intentions, but Ooh. like being being like nefarious, not nefarious, but like being disingenuous, mean or oh, mean, cruel or hurtful or a liar. Like so, Ooh. so so it's not. I don't think you're. You could. What do you do that you could be said that? It's it's not like it's nobody. nobody Words. Okay. English. Word salad. English. <laughs> Crab bones. So like. <laughs> So it, nobody actually says you're a liar. Yeah. They'll say something like, when you said this, it, it hurt my feelings. Uh-huh. But the thing is, it's like, I never say, I don't say most things to hurt people. Like the intention isn't there to hurt people. And the intention isn't to be untruthful either. But, you know, someone can say something that implies that you are those things. Does that make sense? What are they saying? Examples. Oh, I, uh, <clears throat> I have to. I have to think about it. But like, but when when the implication feels like you're being but accused, that, like that doesn't sound like an accusation to me. Like when if I say like when you when you said that to me, it hurt my feelings. What that says is that all, all that's all that that says is that you said something and my feelings were hurt. It doesn't mean that you meant to hurt me. You know what I mean? Because there's a big uh, difference. Yeah. But you've you've been in situations where you felt like someone told you that you said something that was hurtful to them because you wanted to hurt them well like like i'll get a lot of people who are like you know when you're sarcastic like that it actually really hurts my feelings and i'm like i just oh that's a little different that's like that's just someone who's not who doesn't have your sense of humor right right but what what, what they're saying is the way that you are hurts other people and that's not a nice thing to hear it it does that's i think that's what it is it's like this way this this mode of being (laughs) that you have like I think it, I engage in these conversations so me. often that like it's very like not serious. Not that it's not serious, but it's just like it's not so. I don't know. Huh? What do What do you mean? I don't know. Is it because you're more comfortable with um, confrontation? Con- with uh, certain people, I, I'm not comfortable with confrontation. With certain people, I mean, mm. when it's a safe place, uh-huh. then like confrontation is okay. I think. I never. And if you like lace it with humor or whatever, sure. But um. I don't like confrontation, like, mostly, but, you know, when you're with safe people, right? It's okay. No, I mean, I'm actually, like, learning to do that more. Like, if it could be, like, Vanessa, girl, like, real talk, like, for real, like, for last real. time when you said... Hit and run. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then, like, I would be confronting you, but, like, you wouldn't be, like, so scared or whatever, because... I'm still communicating information to you, right? But like in a certain way, I don't even know what I'm saying. Well, see, and like if it came from April, it'd be like completely different. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something about people who don't already get you making judgments about you. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But they're usually usually that's how that's how I misinterpret criticism. When you where, have criticism, where I take like what percentage of criticism do you think is like? truthful and shining lights on a light on some inner part of yourself that you don't want to know exists uh, what percentage do you think that is like 60 percent i don't know That's not you that mean 60 percent of instances yeah 60 or 70 i mean like most of like criticisms come from like actual things going incorrectly mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um so you're able to distance it from like your personal being because it's about the situation that happened yeah but then i even you, if it's you always like, internalize it a little bit but. yeah exactly i think even if it's a work thing or even if it's not my fault i'll have to figure out a way to fix it 
in my own uh, head. Getting so fatigued from the job that I'm on right now, <laughs> just from just from extrapolating. What's what going on? Oh, I, I I'm co-designing a production of Les Mis for Musical oh. Theater West. And Les Mis. Nice. Yeah. And you know, I've never seen Les Mis before. I've barely even heard the music. Really? Yeah. It's it's weird. It's a weird show, isn't it? It's, the story is weird. It's a big show. It's yeah. a big show, and yeah. it's different from other musicals, of course, because mm-hmm. it's more like an opera. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is so weird. Like just the plot is so weird. Don't you think it's weird? What's weird about it? Well, this this uh, it's funny because uh, the the my friend who's mixing the show he also never saw Les Mis before, mm-hmm. so he was telling his uh, brother about it, and the brother's like, "Oh, cool! I, that's a cool musical," and my the mixer joey his name is joey joey said okay so what's about and joey's brother says uh oh well uh it's about a guy who uh who uh goes to jail and uh he escapes and there's a war (laughs) and 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 uh and like he adopts a kid And and Joe is like, thanks, that helps. <laughs> there's, a, there's a funny BuzzFeed article like explaining the plot points of Lame. Oh, it's, I should it's read very that. complicated. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of like, there's a lot like of like coincidences, stories. And, like, yeah, but see, the thing is, like, now that I've now that I've designed the musical, it's opening tonight, so mm-hmm. I'm done. Mm-hmm. But uh, now that I've spent a lot of time with it, I feel like that act, that that the guy's description is actually pretty apt. Mm-hmm. Like these, basically these three things oh and yeah these three disparate things happen guy escapes from jail he finds it he adopts a kid and there's a war Mm -hmm. like those very strange disparate things make up the backbone of the plot Mm -hmm. and and that's confusing Mm -hmm. (laughs) like what does one have to do with the other like to to me they're they're not thematically linked even Mm -hmm. well it's a guy finding redemption that's the story that's the story yeah, but I don't care about the guy. <laughs> well, it's weird. Weird in a certain that movie you would care about. I have Jean not seen Valjean. the movie. Valjean. I should see. I, Prisoner I, I would four care three two oh one. Four three two oh one. Oh I should. one. I I might care more about. People. <laughs> <laughs> like I look at you, waiting for you to. I was gonna sing I dreamed a dream, but I decided not to. <laughs> I dreamed a dream of time gone by. That's that's the hard thing. Is like there's all these like sub characters that are suddenly important and then not like Eponine, mm-hmm. right? Is it? No, Eponine's pretty important. Oh, Eponine is like it's so creepy. She loves Marius so yeah. much, and not she's... Eponine. Uh, who's the one whose daughter or Cosette? Fantine. Cause... Fantine is Cosette's mother. Yeah, where she's like, oh, that's sad. Oh yeah, and she's not even on screen long. She's not even like there long enough for you to care. Oh my about god, her. that that musical just kills me every time. You I just see like Anne Hathaway. No, I don't actually. I mean, I like her. I like her for a brief moment during Les Mis, but yeah. Um, God, that movie kills me. It's it's good, except yeah, for got, Russell Crowe. All right, you every time I see it, it, every time I watch the movie, it sorry, kills Russell Crowe. No, it's it's. I think the the search for redemption and refining yourself in in love and really the extreme depths of like the human condition and stuff and having to become a prostitute to <laughs> save your daughter yeah they, she had to give up her teeth man <laughs> but like she Ebony, Ebony, <laughs> she died and she came back at wait, wait, the end wait wait uh to, is... to, to take the guy who cared for her daughter the eponine cosette so... marius triangle oh like God. some great songs but like honestly i was like yeah dude why are you gonna die for that dude well like... on the on the buzzfeed thing like it was repeated like everyone hates cosette <laughs> no one likes cosette everyone hates cosette yeah. <laughs> oh amanda seyfried <laughs> wait her voice who, who hates cosette everyone who's ever seen 
Oh, sure. Yeah, because yeah. she doesn't do anything. Yeah, she didn't do anything. She's, She's not really a person. Passive. She's just a... Sure, the book might be different. Though. Yeah, the book might be very different. Wait, but what were musical... we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I was uh, asking how you were doing and I'm, you were I'm really... Working, yeah, uh, it, it's, it's going fine, but uh, musicals are very, very hard and there's a lot to it. And uh, there are always like little things that you need to do and need to fix and... Um, it's just very draining and yeah. you were talking about stuff, uh, happening at work and needing to like explain yourself or, you know, dive in and, and save the day. And it's like, oh my God. And if, even if the thing goes wrong with my team, it's something my team did. I take <clears throat> responsibility for it partly as a manager, but also just like, it's in my personality to like mm-hmm. want to fix things, yeah. want to save things Mine all the too. time. Mine too. And that makes it, makes it hard when, um, there actually is a lot of stuff to take on if you are willing to do such a thing. Right. Do you have that instinct? Uh, taking responsibility? Yeah, or needing to be the guy who saves the day, girl no, who saves the day. No, I don't. I really don't. You're kind of ready to... Let, I'm ready to let somebody else swoop in and save yeah, me. Yeah, or just let the hordes of zombies over engulf humanity. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, exactly. You said you're the one who would like totally just be like, all right, well, I'll just be a zombie. Well, yeah, I remember... <laughs> I think I would I would save myself for sure. Save myself. That's not what you told me. I before. would lie. <laughs> I would lie and steal and save myself. No way. You, you yeah. told me you would just like lie in bed and wait for death to take you. <laughs> <laughs> and if someone were to come and save you, so be it. Okay, so none of none of the scenarios is me <laughs> joining a ragtag team of like world savers. Well, certainly not being a productive member of that. You'd be the <laughs> you'd be the one who slowly goes insane, yeah, and has some tragic end. I would want We're someone. To slap I would want to be times. part of the team, but I wouldn't want to be the leader. I'd want to be like April. You know, you have this specific skill, so do that thing. Would you be the scout? No, because no. you'd have to go out. And, that's pretty brave. Yeah, that's brave. You have to be quiet, too. I don't In know. all situations where I perceive some kind of danger, like real danger, even if it's just in a 7-Eleven or something like that, like, <laughs> I am, I'm for real, like, save myself. Like, I do not care about the people I'm with. Like, Maybe you'd be the last bastion of taste. <laughs> like you would preserve the good taste of the group. I'm just the arbiter of taste. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! If I were like the giver, I would only give the things I like. <laughs> like Vanessa, you're not getting any of that other crap. I don't approve of. But what about colors and pain? No. Yeah. No. Two hundred copies of Hit and Run on DVD. <laughs> That's what you get. I don't know if I want to just do it. <laughs> you guys would crab. both be really great members of society in like that kind of a situation. And I would be terrible. I'd be like the dead weight. That's what I feel like. I feel like the dead weight. I th- well, that's the thing is like, I think I'm going to be this great person. But then when push comes to shove, I probably would turn into like an opportunist. I think you have to. You gotta lie. You gotta steal. <laughs> Yeah. Do you have to kill though? Do you have to like? Sometimes oh yeah. Sometimes you have to kill. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Definitely. Sometimes you do have to kill. All right. Well, I hope we'll all be brave when that time comes. <laughs> <laughs> this thing that's definitely happening. I hope that we'll all be brave. When I, that I'm just gonna imagine the zombies like criticizing me, and then I'll just take a bat to them. <laughs> so this is our podcast about humbragging. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you liked it. Um, <laughs> Super no, enlightening. I 
hope it revolutionizes your social media game and also your zombie survival game perhaps sometimes when i think about like revel you know like people and their bad facebook habits or whatever like you're just not gonna change it like people are gonna post their asinine you know pictures of like whatever and you're just gonna have to take it there's so many people who i want to unfollow as friends but they put a lot of cool like animal videos up <laughs> so i'm like <laughs> They pull you back in. I do not care about your stupid, like, emotional breakdown or whatever is happening over there. What? Just keep putting up those animal videos. Are those the same people, though? Yeah. And are they, they're just the people who post all the time. Yeah. Mm. And there's some people who don't hardly post anything. Yeah. Mm. There's people who post their emotional breakdowns? Oh, yeah. Actually, I have a couple like that people like like that people. <laughs> I like that people. Um, no, a couple people like that, but they're kind of like distantly friends of uh-huh. mine. I just I don't know. It's too much. Yeah. Are those the people that post like um, platitudes in very elaborate typography? <laughs> oh, you have friends like that? Quickly, I, I don't. Them. But I they I also do like see Creed. Them. They <laughs> read. <laughs> Wow, 2002 called. Arms wide open. <laughs> Jeez. I had oh, we don't know. The running joke is Nickelback, isn't it? That's the, that's the, they're the joke band, yeah. What, but when I, <laughs> in, in college, in my dorm, I had a little whiteboard on, I was the guy on my floor who had the whiteboard on their um, door and people would write on it. Or draw I penises, it. yeah. Actually, very few penises, thank goodness. Oh. In Even England, though it was an all in guy. some parts of England, they call that the sacred. The sacred? Mm-hmm. The guy who has... The drawing. Oh, the drawing. Yeah, <laughs> the bullocks and... Oh, great. Twig and berries, as they say. Learning. Mm-hmm. So, so one time I came back from class and someone had... Uh, written all the lyrics for i think arms wide open on it and i was like oh that's not what this is for this isn't for creed i did not put this board up for creed but i didn't i didn't i, I couldn't bring myself to censor him so i waited a respectful like two days and then i erased it and put something else on that's very nice of you yeah i didn't just cross it out <laughs> which is what i wanted to do creed the way we should end this uh, podcast is probably to compliment each other and then Ugh. just practice. Yep. Vanessa. Yep. yep. <laughs> Have a little self-respect, okay? No need to beg for compliments. Hidden in a, I think we should end our podcast by complimenting each other. And then You but, already had a, no, one compliment today. But we okay? practiced. We had to practice. Okay, okay. How about this? And so you don't have to compliment me again because you only have one for me. <laughs> and it we wasn't will. even sincere. I know. She it did, was, Judge. <laughs> she did not like my coral pants. I coral. Did like your pants and your outfit together. Oh, thank you. Oh, wait. Oh, there you go. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> you have to compliment John. John will compliment I already me and did. I will compliment you. You guys have gotten so many compliments from me today. This already. is like her quota for the decade. <laughs> yeah. She's way over by now. She's done. Oh, do I have to start? Can someone else start? Uh, I know I'm not talking. Maybe to I the should mic. start. Um. Well, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the other embarrassing yeah. part of this so idea. I don't have anything for you, April. <laughs> That's not true. So, April, actually, I've been meaning uh, to tell you <laughs> for three years now. now. <laughs> See? See, you can't even look me in the eye when I'm telling you this compliment. Because you're getting your serious stance on. too sincere. 
But be fast, be fast about it. Okay. Quick. So I actually like the amount of time you spent into your, with your room and like thinking it through. And I like that it looks really good. And I think you did everything that My you bedroom. wanted to do with yeah your bedroom, like on a budget. And it was like all, you make really conscious choices. And so your room looks really good, April. Thanks. That was really hard <laughs> for you. It was really hard for me. See, it's not so easy to take compliments. I just especially said thanks. When I do the sincere face. I know. You're getting too sincere. I can't look at you. Sincere. Okay, talk to John now. Sincere undulating. Talk to John and look at Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, oh, now, it's, now you had to compliment John. God, Vanessa, why do you do this? <laughs> Do you need to look at peanut while you do it? Yeah, I gotta think now. John is very nice and generous and is always helpful and likes to do things to help other people. Specifically with our podcast. Yeah. Yay. And you're a wonderful sound designer and you, everyone's you, a joy to work with. <laughs> I do not reject that compliment. Why you guys do that to me? <laughs> also, you work really hard on our podcast and I appreciate it very much. Thank uh, you. I hate this. <laughs> Fucking kumbaya bullshit. Yep. yep. Now we're going to hold hands and point fingers. Oh, Lord. John, now you have to compliment Vanessa. I don't, I don't have to, to. complete the circle of shame. Kumbaya. <laughs> Vanessa, I, I, get, I, get really, I get really fired up when I hear you getting fired up about your doc. Oh. Like, I, 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 I don't know very many people who, like, have... Even people I work with in theater, like they don't get so fired up about things. Like it's very perfunctory for a lot of people who I work with, uh, and so I don't relate to those people as much as like I relate to what you're saying when you're like talking about your documentary and all of the thought and care that you put into it. And that's really cool. It's really really cool, and I think uncommon. Like I like that. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and you did your shrinking violet thing. Yeah, I did. Yeah. But I was very it was received well. Inside. Great. We did it. Okay. Can we <laughs> and, go now? Yeah, and podcast immediately. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're all embarrassed and April's shaming us with her looks. <laughs> that could be taken one of two ways. What? That you look real good, so you're shaming us. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. All Take right. that compliment. Okay. Thanks all for right. having me back, you guys. Bye, Yay. everybody. <laughs> it was great. Hey, get that hot flake out of your tooth. I should have should have thanked you guys before April mentally checked out of the situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you john and you know don't, <laughs> no, don't look at april right now everybody look away look away All right, see you later. <laughs> I'll be back. Oh, my God.